welcome to another episode of That's a Wrap Podcast. I am your co-host, Jay Rosales. Thank you for taking the time to listen to us today. This is a Raptors podcast that is by Raptors fans, for Raptors fans. We are excited that you could join us today. On the mic today with me is Dre and Jason. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. I hope everyone's staying safe. Jay, how are you doing? Both Jays. Nine out of ten. Can't I'm gonna keep it zen. Nine oh, out of ten. No. Can you please fix your lens? <laughs> no, Nine out of ten. No. Got you playing pretend. Nine out of ten. Here we go again. Sign I me up, Wade. Sign me up, D Wade. Oh, <laughs> uh, Aaron Gordon. You know, I'm your biggest supporter, but that that amount of salt. I know. I know. There's not much to do during this self-isolation period but jesus christ dude anyway um <laughs> i just thought we could uh start this off a little bit of well, what uh, a segue aaron, right like, aaron gordon diss track here we go i hope you oh, guys i know jay right into it i know jay you haven't heard it yet but it's it's pretty but cringeworthy that's, that's not because that's not because i'm i'm uh you know out of the loop on this you know i i, got, I saw it the second it popped up but i refuse to watch that it is. Uh, we won't go too heavy on it because you know this is a, it's a Raptors podcast, and I know we're going to talk a lot about the NBA, but we can't go without seeing like Aaron Gordon in his mansion sipping Wade wine, and then that that bling and that fur coat, man, that was <laughs> that was something <laughs> like, else, bro. That was something else. Like okay, the, the little I'm going to say about this is as a guy who was supportive of both dunk contests, where I feel like he got. Okay, to a degree, the short end of the stick. At this point, it's been months. This is just salty. Uh, you're, it's it's coronavirus, self-isolation time, and here you are complaining about not getting another million to buy a new vehicle, and you shoot this thing at your home like a rap video, but it's so, it's so that, problematic that's, that's right now because you're flashing off your fancy house. That's what I'm so confused about, like, are you still like i'm hoping well I, i'm hoping that this was i guess recorded not the video because i'm sure the video was just recorded but like he probably wrote the song right after the dunk contest and now you decide to release it like i don't know man it's a little strange it's but worse if it, it, yeah that's something i'm thinking the same thing like is it i don't know what's worse is it worse if you recorded it right after and only is throwing it out now which is very odd or has it been stewing in his mind this whole time and only now he has the right, I don't know, lyrics yeah. or... <laughs> I like, guess the right lyrics. There's so many levels to this. <laughs> like right after the dunk contest when he said, I don't know what we're doing here, that's fine. That's an initial reaction. But right now, a few things come come across my mind. First off, you sound like Drake hiding away months after the Pusha T diss track that could have bodied him, coming mm. back to be like, oh, hey, hey, I've got an extra thing to say, and at this point, nobody cares. Yeah. Secondly, like, like, who are you, Will Smith? You're bleeping yourself for saying stuff like, I don't know, nuts in, in the song. <laughs> like, it's not even the F word, it's nuts, <laughs> and you bleep yourself in a diss track. Again, first off, are you Will Smith? Secondly, if you're going to go hard, go in for the kill. But clearly, True. no, like, no disrespect. This is so half-assed. And if you want to, like, if you want to prove something, either go to a better team and become, like, you know, a champion or take Orlando to the finals, become that superstar leader that they need. But no, like, this my, is just my guess, silly. My guess is that he uh, ordered Wade's 
wine like three months ago and it finally came so now <laughs> so i can make that video now yeah, <laughs> yeah finally i can make the video <laughs> but can you imagine like he ordered it the day afterwards like coronavirus yeah. <laughs> pandemic started it's like everyone we're shutting down the mail service and he's like oh yeah. crap Sorry, guys or i mean Sorry. oh bleep because i'm Eric gordon i can't say anything that's like oh bleep oh man okay yeah, i gotta so wait for that wine let's <laughs> If you guys want to want to hear Aaron Gordon's dish track, just just search it up. Aaron Gordon out of ten. It's I don't know if it's worth your time. I don't know, but I thought it was really funny. But let's move on to something you know a at little least bit more serious. Yeah, at least it's short. Let's little, move on a little bit more serious. I know, like uh, this this past weekend, both Adrian Wojnarowski and Sham Sharana, they they both like kind of threw out some tweet bombs. The first one I want to talk about is that Woj bomb that came out. Uh, so. Basically, there is, has been some news about uh, practice facilities possibly opening up. And I guess it, it all depends on uh, the city by city because uh, no one is really clear to do anything right now still, right? Everyone's still waiting about like the, the government okay, uh, I- including uh, you know all these practice facilities in, in these different cities and also in Canada as well. But Cities such as like Georgia and Florida were the were the kind of the first to announce that they'll start beginning lifting restrictions, uh, including sports facilities. So now Woj is saying, and I'm 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 looking at his tweet right now. He's saying that like despite the pushback among many franchises, there are still other teams embracing the idea of reopening facilities, believing that a clean, safe, and monitored team environment is needed now to keep players from potentially searching out less safe gymnasiums environments to stay in shape so imagine just just think about it this way imagine going to like a practice facility if you're a professional player and you have to wear a mask and gloves and think about all the staff that needs to be available to keep these facilities open and clean I just think that now is probably not the right time to open up these facilities or maybe maybe to the public where like they can they can like kind of try their best to keep it as clean as possible. But I mean, for professional sports franchise, it's like it, there's there's so much that is you, we still are unsure of. So I want to know what you guys are thinking. I want to kind of talk with you guys. What do you guys think? Do you think this is too fast? Do you think that there needs to be more information out there? I think that like, to be honest, if you're a multi-million dollar franchise, you want to keep your players as safe as possible and to have like maybe one or two cities that are lifting restrictions. You don't want players to go go to a hub city and everyone's going to and migrating to these hub cities with less restrictions. I just think it's a bad idea right now. For me personally, I think it's too soon. The United States, when you have states like Georgia wanting to open up, I don't think it's ready yet because how many other mm-hmm. states are still having major issues like new york for instance and how much of the world is as well like it seems like it's almost trigger happy like here in ontario knock on wood so far there's a slight decrease in in cases being found that means that we're bending the curve a little bit but what the whole idea is is to continue doing that so this isn't that we're in the clear this is we're heading in the right direction. And I think a lot of the states, you know, because I think what they have in mind is the economy, which they're freaking out about. And this, if done improperly, this has the potential to get things right back where we started or even worse. So I think for me personally, I think it's too soon. And I don't know, that's that's just me, Jade. What do you think? 
I'm, I'm on the same line as both of you guys. I think this is too early, but I think that there's also another side to this which um, needs to be considered. It's, um, we're, we're not talking about uh, a full-on, you know, full contact, I guess you could say, uh, practice. Uh, the, the idea would be, uh, think of it more as a, uh, a gym opening up where everyone can kind of shoot on their own rim, do their own individual mm -hmm. drills, lots of social distancing still happening, um, not your typical practice per se. It's just more opening up gyms so that these guys can um, at least start to get back into game shape, which is something they're already doing from the comfort of their homes. This is just opening up the possibility for, let's say if, uh, let's use the example of one of the lesser playing guys, let's say like someone like a Malcolm Miller, let's say that he lives in a condo, doesn't have access to a basketball net. I'm just thinking this hypothetically. Obviously, they probably all do have access to a basketball net. But if there is someone like a, let's say, Malcolm Miller who doesn't own a home, lives in a condo, doesn't have a basketball net to shoot on, then the opening up of a practice facility works out for him because then at least he has somewhere to at least practice his stroke. Right. And, uh, you know, he's, again, we're, there's there's still plenty of social distancing happening. Um, so there's that. The other side of this, too, is that um, there are plenty of players who have before this pandemic broke out they left the city that they were playing in and went over to you know places where their families are or whatever um, and in those states specifically i'm thinking um, according to this article there are places like la houston miami they've been allowed to play uh, at least their their teams have given them permission to play in facilities um, such as those in la or houston um, it's just a matter of whatever, that's just one side of it. The other side of it would be, you know, would the government allow for it or would would uh, that specific state allow for, for those types of activities to take place? So I think what the NBA is trying to do here is saying, okay, well, just to make sure that uh, we're all on the same page, we're going to allow for it if it's allowed in your state. Mm -hmm. Now, going back to what you guys are saying, this creates a multitude of problems. Uh, I think the biggest one that comes to my mind is a competitive disadvantage uh, for states or or even uh, provinces, I guess you could say, uh, where it is allowed and where it isn't allowed, right? Uh, the, the the state that, that Jason mentioned, Georgia, if they're one of the first ones, then does this mean that someone like a Kyle Lowry can just fly down to Atlanta and start practicing there if it's well, not allowed here in Toronto? That's yeah, that's the problem. Like if if like states like 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 Georgia uh, say okay, we're lifting the restrictions. Does that mean that everybody is gonna want to fly to Georgia and and start practicing in like not only just like the Atlanta practice facility, but like you're talking about like other gyms, the YMCA, which when it, it's open to all the public. Like it's it's a little scary to think about it, but I wouldn't, uh, you know, disregard the fact that these players, like you said, Jay they probably don't have access to a gym and they need to stay fit because this is their livelihood. So whatever means necessary, they're going to fly there because they can and start working out, even if it's just like individual workouts. So per Shams, like just a little bit more news is that they were thinking of opening up these facilities on May 1st, but because of the pushback, now it's been pushed back to uh, possibly opening up on May 8th. And now uh, some restrictions would be like individual 
individual workouts, no more than four players permitted at facility at one time, and max one team staffer in person. So yeah, they again because of all those restrictions, I just feel like it's not a it's not a good idea until everybody starts lifting their their restrictions uh, one city at a time. You don't. I think the worst part is you don't want players and teams to start flying individuals to a certain hub where everybody has to like mark out a time for them to start practicing because there's you can't allow you know more than four people in one individual facility. It just it just doesn't make any sense. The logistics don't really make sense. Yeah, that and and the the thought of. Of, um, again, referencing also another tweet that Shams had sent out is that uh, you know when when they do open on May eighth, players must wear face masks at all times, uh, except when in physical activity. So uh, I'm just just trying to imagine how that looks like yeah, when you're yeah, exactly. entering an arena. Uh, and again, I, I I fully endorse like if you're going to leave the house, absolutely wear a face mask. But um, how is this going to hinder a, a player's development if? Um, he's trying to get back into game shape, but has to wear a face mask, which he obviously wouldn't be wearing, or would he be wearing? I don't know. Uh, yeah. When games return, right? So it's 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 very odd to picture. Like, I, I, can't, I don't know. At that point, uh, if you've got sweat and whatever flying all over the place, and if you're practicing to any degree with a face mask on, first off, that's kind of dangerous, isn't it? Like, cause it's meant to breathe a little bit less normally than you usually do not when you're like doing rigorous activity like this and again with sweated stuff flying around at that point as soon as you're both in there you're kind of taking a gamble anyway so what's kind of the point uh, is what i think like, i don't know i think it's a little crazy <laughs> yeah i i mean i i give all credit and and thanks to like people who are on the front lines having to wear these masks having to put on all this equipment so they're mm-hmm. safe from themselves from their family and everybody else because i mean for the love of god i just went to the grocery store and i had to put on a mask and gloves and it was the most uncomfortable thing and just to think that like these professional athletes and of course this is like first world problems right they have to wear these masks and it understandably so but that's going to be very uncomfortable for someone who needs to breathe and and have uh like like you said like all the all the sweats like like that's flown around and and they have to like drink from their water bottles and then it and think about like you you know their phones on 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 the benches and like the the basketballs that are on the on the uh i guess on the you know shelves or something like that like all these precautions are are going to be needed to set uh there's just going to be a there's so much to think about you know like my mind is boggling to just thinking about just these practice facilities now now thinking about the practice facilities and thinking about the season itself honestly i i because of um these restrictions already it's it the more and more i think about it i feel like the more and more they're realizing it and fans are realizing it that it the season itself it's probably not gonna happen i like i don't want to be the negative nancy it's just like even they i think like Woj was saying on on espn like they were sent like a 15 page gram of of what needs to be done in order just to have the practice facilities to be open and and then they have to have like these players to practice for about two weeks or so and then they have to figure out about the season like it just doesn't make sense you know as much as myself and i'm sure all three of us and everybody who's listening wants to have the nba back to have everything safe and ready um to go back to normal it 
it's not going to happen. We have to kind of face that realization. So, so to have these practice facilities open on May 8th, that's not even very far away. That's less, that's like less than two weeks away, you know, like, and, and it's so, there's so many more questions to be asked and to be answered. And so, yeah, I, I think it's a little bit too much right now. I think what's also happening too, is that as <clears throat> whether what, what, whatever day ends up being that, the, the NBA returns, whether it's in May, June, or next September, or even December, I think there is going to be hesitation from anyone. It's going to be mm-hmm. weird. Um, I believe it was, I forgot who was interviewed. I believe it was Mark Cuban was interviewed about this. And he said, you know what? When when Magic Johnson was, was first revealed that he, had, had, he was HIV positive, there was an adjustment by the league, right? Like when mm-hmm. he first stepped on the court, there was, you know, the players involved were, were hesitating about playing with someone who's HIV positive and what could possibly happen if he's playing in that game and you're playing with the same basketball and you're you're taking charges from or whatever it is, right? So, and and the league got over that and, and moved forward and he, he, he was using this as a comparison, like, okay, at some point we're all gonna have to, you know, accept the fact that, you know, yes, there is this virus out there, but we need to move forward. But uh, to, to your point, Jason, yes, I think, I do agree that it's too early, but I also think that regardless of whenever the NBA starts and regardless of whenever practice facilities officially open up, there is going to be this uh, period of, of apprehension from the players. And um, yeah, and it's, it's going to be weird. But, um, uh, you know, I, I have faith that, you know, if and when that happens, that, you know, similar to what happened uh, back in the early 90s, that, that the league will be able to move forward from this and, and get basketball back to where mm-hmm. it needs to be. Agreed. Oh, and actually, I do have one more note before we move on. That's it. Um, the NBA has informed every team to assign one senior executive to the position of facility officer. My question to you guys facility is... Facility officer? Facility hygiene officer. So facility I guess this person hygiene. has to make sure... So every team has to... It's a newly appointed position. Every team needs to have one. Obviously, it'll be someone, I, I would imagine, someone on the medical staff. But my yeah. question to you guys is, if you had to pick a Raptor to be the facility hygiene Ooh. officer, who do you think would fit the bill? Who would you so, assign that to? Like a player? Yeah. Obviously, what? it's not going to happen. Uh, they're going to end up picking someone like, they're going to probably end up picking someone like Alex McKechnie or whatever. But I'm saying, oh, of course. what if it was a Raptor? What if it was the, okay. a Raptor who had to be the, mm. the hygiene officer? Who would you pick? And, and and why um i know i'm kind of putting you guys on the spot here i, would, I, I have got I an guess. answer i think oh well, you've got an answer all right you can go yeah. first then i'm gonna go with kyle lowry because i same. can only imagine same i would if, do the same uh, thing if somebody didn't put they were like okay i put the the dispenser of uh sanitizer over here no that's not good enough i don't i don't understand it's supposed to go over here he's gonna be like militant <laughs> <He's gonna> be <laughs> yeah so yeah. so intense because I feel like he's, I, I was going to say either him or Marcus All, probably, like the two semi-father figures of the team. And, but no, I agree. I think Kyle Lowry will be the one who's like, hey, hey, you didn't disinfect well enough. Get back in there. I remember there was this like one little excerpt from Jordan Lloyd, the, the guy in a suit, random guy in a suit from last year. And he was, I don't know where he was. I think he was having <laughs> an interview. Yeah, I think he had an interview with Josh Lewinberg and and he said that when the Raptors were up 
I think three games to two in in the finals. Um, Jordan Lord was like smiling back into the locker room, and then Kyle Lowry like tapped him. Was like, right, "What the hell are you smiling about? What the hell are you smiling? Did you think the job is done? And your job is done. He put that smile away." And then he was like, "That's that's the leader that Kyle Lowry is." So if there is anybody who's going to office, be the officer of this team, it's going to be Kyle Lowry. Let's be real. I'm going to disagree Absolutely. with you guys because I have two choices above him. I was going to say Fred Van Vliet only because. He's always so like clean cut, so I can picture him be very clean with, with, with everything, and and using this as an opportunity to kind of take ownership and and take the passing of the torch from from Lowry. Mm. But my real answer is going to be Serge Ibaka, um, and I say that because he does have he has everyone's ear, right? Like you see it whenever he he posts any kind of video, like he has the entire team's ear and they all mm. listen to him and and also i mean with what you can tell by the way he dresses and the way he carries himself he's uh i i, I imagine he's a very meticulous person so when it comes to making sure that we're adhering to rules and making sure that we're we're following certain protocol and staying clean i think that serge ibaka probably fits the bill interesting i yeah i can see i can see that i mean again it's probably going to be someone like Alex mckechnie or or his like predecessor <laughs> but this is that's a pretty fun way to fun way to think about it again what was it again officer of hygiene facility hygiene officer facility man i'm gonna check it out so it's a, FHO, it's, it's a FHO. i know i was, I was trying to think of like a funny acronym actually this. actually no uh, it, it already is one it's out of here oh no that's that's <laughs> foh <laughs> <laughs> almost true. you might have to bleep that I, 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 I might i will oh man aaron gordon this we'll, we'll nine out of ten this Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Some other news that that dropped by Shams, um, which is kind of interesting because I, I don't okay I don't really know too much about the NCAA. I don't follow uh, college basketball too much or uh, you know college sports, but all I know is that the NCAA has never really uh, paid their athletes. And if I, if I'm wrong, you can totally let me know. But I just feel like that's that's never been the case. And now I've seen all these, you know, five-star recruits. I've seen uh, players like Deshaun Nix, Jalen Green, all these guys who are coming out of high school, not signing with the NCAA or any college, but they're signing with the G League, probably earning around like the 400K mark, which is, you know, for us, that's incredible. But for them, like these are high school kids trying to get paid. And they know that the NCAA has never really you know, done anything good for, for, for their athletes. So now what Shams have had just uh, tweeted, uh, I guess, yeah, yeah, a few hours ago, just actually. Yeah, yeah, just this morning, yeah. 
the NCAA, so this is on, on from Shamsharania, NCAA says it is expected to adopt a new name, image, and likeness rules for athletes starting in 2021-2022, allowing them to receive compensation for third-party endorsements and opportunities such as social media business, social media businesses and personal appearances. So that what I'm so okay, let me get this straight. The NCAA is still not paying their athletes yet nope. they are just going to allow other people to pay them so which means that whoever was playing for the ncaa was not allowed to do anything whatsoever in order to get paid am i am they i reading could, that correctly yeah there's the yeah for one this this uh further you know affirms that the ncaa will continue not paying their athletes but now they're saying okay well if if you have some sort of a uh a public appearance or if you you know tweet out something and you're paid for it via instagram or whatever or if you are or if you have a sponsorship i mean you could some sort of sponsorship then yes you can you can get paid that way um it's better than now which is you still can't get paid for anything right um but it's uh it's it's not <laughs> it's I think the NCA thinks that this is a step in the right direction, which <laughs> yeah. I guess, yeah. If you look at it in a certain light, yes, but <laughs> it, this is not what NCA athletes were looking for. But like, it, it almost sounds like, I don't know, like let's say um, a really rich owner of a company, like let's pretend Amazon or something, notices his 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 employees are miserable, and he tosses in like. A vending machine is like, is that going to do a trick? Huh? Huh? I, 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 Oh yeah, uh, it's sponsored yeah. by Coca-Cola, <laughs> not us. The yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Like again, I I don't pay attention to NCA. All I know is that they never really treated their athletes poor this poorly. I didn't know it was that far where they're not not only not paying their athletes, but they weren't allowing anyone else to pay them either. Yeah, it was illegal. Damn man. Yeah, I remember. I remember watching the um, John Oliver. Uh, obviously, you guys the 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 Michigan documentary the fab five oh, one, and right. okay they okay. mentioned something like i think it was uh chris weber was walking by a store window and he was like you know there's there's my jersey right there and it's funny that i someone can't even give me this jersey because that's considered a form of bribery i actually have to pay for it myself but it's a jersey of my own like <laughs> it's ridiculous wow that's incredible so the ncaa this this doesn't help the ncaa the the face of it like this just no. kind of lets you know that yeah we've been doing this to our athletes for years forever and now if we're still anything, not going to pay somebody like you yeah if anything for somebody like you who didn't really know now you do know now you do yeah this. yeah exactly you should have like done, like done nothing but now i should have like boycotted march madness or something damn that's crazy i mean they just kind of this is also in response to you know you you mentioned a, a number of names from the start right that that uh, the 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 athletes are are slowly the high school athletes, all the top ranked ones are slowly moving away and not doing the NCAA anymore. Mm -hmm. If you guys remember, uh, I would say it was in the mid two thousands. Brandon Jennings was one of the first players to say, "You know what? I'm one of the top high school recruits. I'm going to skip the NCAA. I'm going to go to China for a year." And I believe it was China uh, or possibly Europe. Uh, he spent one year there. And then went straight to the NBA, and this was his way of getting away from the NCAA and mm. also getting paid. 
developing his game overseas. And, uh, you know, he made quite a name for himself in the NBA and it worked out. And then fast forward to now where you're seeing players like LaMelo Ball and Knicks mm-hmm. and, and all them, mm-hmm. And they're all starting to make that same move. They all realize this. And then if anything, it's even when the NCAA does put in this rule and let's say they even extend it out and say by 20, 21, 22, we'll even start paying athletes. Let's just say hypothetically, right. I, I don't think that that's going to happen. But even <laughs> by then, we are one year closer to when the NBA is going to start allowing high school players to jump directly to the NBA. So the NCAA has waited way too long for this. And now mm-hmm. uh, it's too late because right. very soon the NBA and their next CBA are probably going to allow high school players to jump right back to the NBA again. Yeah. Oh, this is a sign of too little too late by the NCAA. That's a damn sure. Yeah. But then you, I, I think that you're because of this rule because of this exception of like receiving compensation from third party that means that you may see like high school players like let's say there's the next obviously the next lebron or the next zion or something like that who is like coming out of or in high school and they're like uh they're killing it they might have like a shoe deal already at like age 16 that might happen too yes yes definitely that could happen um, huh. but i think if you are good enough to be a, a good endorsement deal, um, then wouldn't that also signal to you that you're probably good enough to just jump to the NBA? Mm, that's a good point. Where Basically. obviously it's much more fruitful, right? I mean, right. If anything, right. yes, it's nice for that one year that's your stopgap before heading to the NBA. Well, I mean, again, that's that's not it's not like brand new news to me. I knew that NCAA didn't have a very good. Uh, I guess relationship with its athletes. I just didn't know it was that bad, man. My goodness. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> I hope there's a uh, if if there's any more good news, where we'll definitely let you guys know. Make sure to uh, check us out on Dasher Rap Pod on uh, on Twitter and again on our Instagram at Dasher Rap Podcast. We're gonna take a real quick break and then we're gonna come back with a a little bit of Raptors bingo. Dre, man, you go all out every single time. I try, I try. Let's do this. All right. And yet another thing the NCAA will not give their athletes. All right. So. <laughs> Unless it's uh, sponsored by somebody else. Sponsored by whoever was just in that commercial. <laughs> we don't hear ahead of time. In case that wasn't apparently oh, obvious. Oh, sorry. So before we, we went to break, uh, I teased a little bit of Raptors bingo. And yes, Dre usually comes up with these crazy ideas and he like... He, he does it in like a span of 10 minutes. I swear, I kid you not. So we were trying to think it's about true. ideas. It's weird, right? It's, I, I, we were trying to think of like Raptor ideas of like, what should we talk about? And of course there's some news, but we want to talk about Raptors. So Dre is like, what about a Raptor bingo? 
not five minutes later, there is this huge like card of Raptor bingo, I guess, like spots of like what if if you did this there, or if you did if, like caught a T-shirt or brought merch. I'm like, how the hell did you come up with this? So basically, I'm going to tweet this out to you guys. And I want you guys to follow along. I'm going to see if you guys come up with, you know, bingo with the horizontal, vertical, diagonal, whatever it is, or even a full sheet. But what we're going to do is we're going to go through this entirety, see who's come close to actually doing some bingo but i'm gonna let dre i guess you know tell him tell us how what went through his mind when we're doing when you when you wrote this out dude um well not to toot my own horn but to like validate your story more so uh i apologize in advance if you're looking at the bingo card now you could tell it was in like four minutes because it looks really bad <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you mean man this is is, the lines aren't Photoshop. even straight. They're terrible. Uh, I'll so. try to clean it up. I'll try to clean it up before the tweet. <laughs> okay, okay that will be great. Um, so, you know, we're always trying to shoot ideas out for things that we can do. And I know that there is, like, this meme of uh, bingo where it's, like, Seinfeld bingo. Uh, do you know – have? you know, have any of these experiences happened to you? Like, have you ever had to get a cinnamon bobka, for instance? Whole fandom has its little bingo, especially in uh, the self-isolation period. So I figured, you know, what about a Raptors one? But not like what players you like or anything like that. But like to remind us of the times when we could go to games. Like what in-house experiences as a Raptors fan have you had? So I just kind of, you know, started thinking about stuff that stood out to me as a Raptors fan and thought about the things that I've heard other people achieve and none of these are too far-fetched. Like none of these are like taking a, a, a drive to the Scotiabank theater or the Scotiabank arena. Sorry, I work at TIFF. There's the theater. Uh, taking, taking a ride the, to the Taking Sco- the TTC or something. Uh, yeah. But like in, in uh, Tracy McGrady's limousine back in early 2000s, like it's not too, anything too far-fetched. It's what do you like mean? You didn't do that? reasonable things. Oh yeah, that, that totally happened to me. I mean, right. how did you know? But uh, right. when I orchestrated this, I tried to be too honest and I don't believe I made it in a way that I can actually win. But um, I'm curious if any of you listeners or my two co-hosts here can win. So we're just going to go top. Okay, but it's also not bingo. It's north. So the letter is <laughs> N-O-R-T-H. So we're going to go top left uh, in the N and go... O-R-T-H, one row down, N-O-R-T-H, one row down, and etc. So we're going to go left to right, down. Okay. So, so And also, if anyone uh, is thinking about the free space in the middle, it's it's the parade. And I guess for the people who weren't at the parade, we were probably watching the parade at home or at their workplace. So we're just going to give it to free, you. That's it's, the free free, it's the free space. Yeah. It's the free space. I only put that for us because I know all three of us personally won. So. That's true. It's, but it's a free space for anybody else. Um, but yeah, so basically, either you say no, this didn't happen, and you mark it off, or if you say yes, you can give a little spiel. Like, what happened? Tell us a little bit. Humanize it. You know, humanize your answer a little bit. So, yeah, I like it. Uh, for instance, I guess we'll start off with Met the Raptor. So I can say yes. Yes, I did. And I was about 10. And we had these seats, you know, like right above the tunnel where the seats kind of hang over where the players come out. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was was there with my dad. I believe it was my dad. And because I used to go to games with my dad all the time. But um, the Raptor, like, just saw us, jumped up, pulled himself up, 
you know, tried to have some of our popcorn, you know, in the mascot <laughs> way, like shoving yep. it into his into his fake mouth, and gave me a high five. It was the coolest thing. I was ten, and I was I was so thrilled. So yes, I I have met uh, you know the quote unquote raptor. What about you guys? You, I'm glad you remember that. Well, see this this is a little a cheat because Jay and I used to work for the Raptors, and we actually yeah, I think we're cheating for a lot. Worked with the yeah. Raptors. <laughs> well, so we would we're a little cheating on this one, but I'd say that we met the Raptor too. Jay, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna have step to put, further. What's he like? We can say we've we've met we've met the person under the mask. So. Yeah, exactly. And I know you talked about this uh, extensively with 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 Chris Walder in the yes. last episode. And yeah, it's uh, and if you haven't listened to that, guys, you should re- really re-listen to that because it was it was a really good episode. Yeah, we we um, had yeah. a little segment about the Raptor too, and how like we will not you know tell anybody his name because even at the game we weren't allowed to say his name we have to say hey raptor or something like that in order to get his attention because if you do say his name then he or just like her attention or her very true <laughs> very true thank you for that jay oh my gosh i'm gonna but spoil yes. their name right now it's the raptor sorry guys. damn it Jay. <laughs> spoiled it come on <laughs> all right so all, all three right. of us all three have of us. marked that off yeah so the next one got a free shirt at your seat jay did you get a free shirt at your seat for the playoffs or any other instance uh so you're not talking about like catching a shirt no when they throw it out you're talking about like when they give out the free shirts right yes then the answer is yes for me um and it was as recently as the the home opener. Um, I went to the, remember. I, if you guys remember, oh, I went yeah, to the yeah. You went to the uh, the ceremony, the season opener, oh, and of course yeah. they had they had the uh, uh, special uh, Raptors logo. Uh, but instead of holding a basketball, he's holding the the Larry O B. So mm-hmm. I cherish that shirt, and uh, yeah, got that on uh, opening night this year. That is hell of a shirt. Awesome. I went to what a whole you? bunch of playoff games. So yeah, I I got I, or not this like two years ago and there was there was some that had like the crew or something it had like the bench mob on it and then i i'm sure i had like a north one too like i have there's a couple of them because of all the playoff games that i you know spent the money i didn't have on it so yeah i'm gonna say (laughs) got a free shirt a really long time ago so not the the recent wave of this but like early 2000s i think they had the huskies shirts i believe because they they weren't wearing the jerseys, but they, um, I remember they were also giving out these pins. And I remember thinking, we were called the Huskies? Like, that's how I discovered it. We had these pins where it's like the Raptor and the Husky, and we had the shirts as well. So that was a really long time ago. So I don't remember right. much about that. That was like early 2000s, maybe even late 90s. But um, yeah, uh, so we all have marked that one off. Uh, next good. one we're all going to mark off as well, I'm sure. Uh, yelling, ref, you suck at a game. <laughs> that's a guess. <laughs> It's, see, does it have to be exactly ref you suck? Can it be like something more explicit, or that it's kind of what we're talking about, right? Ref, you or suck. you know, the, the ref you suck. <laughs> yeah, ref yeah. you okay. suck. It's okay. the chance. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, there you go. So that's a yes for all of us. Um, witnessed a game winner by a Raptor player. So basically, a buzzer beater. Because a game winner, if you watch the Raptors win. It's that is self-explanatory, but this is like a buzzer beater. Did you see a, a raptor do a buzzer beater? No, hmm. not that I can remember. I'm, but I also, I'm also a no. I, okay. I went myself, to, so I'm guessing it's a no. I went to the game with Rudy Gay hit a, a game-winning layup versus Portland. I think 
But that one doesn't. That's not a buzzer beater, though. Does that count? Well, how much time was left on the clock? It was like seven seconds. Mm. Interesting. I don't know because he won the game. If it wasn't for that, we would have lost the game. That's for sure. I think that's for the sake of one. you, I, I'm looking ahead here, and I'm looking at the next uh, letter. <laughs> Are you gonna I'm tell him no? It's a, it's a I'm thinking it's a yes for you, so I'm gonna say this is a no for you. <laughs> Damn it! I'm well, cheating a bit here. You try not to give him the next line because the next the next space is gotten drunk at a game, which I am a no actually. <laughs> So but the go. problem is, I, but, uh, I'm a no on this one too. So, uh, all right, fine, fine. I'm a, you never I'm got a, drunk at a game. I never gotten drunk at a game. No. Okay, so the one before is a yes then. Okay, sweet. On, let's give it yeah, to we'll him. give you. We'll give you the sweet. yes. Now. We'll give you the nice, yes. Nice, nice. Thank you, thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Dre, okay, uh, I'm actually, Dre, did you get drunk at a game? Uh, I Dre is a no. I'm a yes. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, nice. Good for yes. you, dude. Not while I was employed. <laughs> having that... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, having that, what's the sponsor? The former sponsor is mostly Canadian. So, I mean, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, then. right. Okay, okay so, so back next to end, line? second row. Yeah. Yes. Witnessed a game winner by an opponent. I am a yes. I've seen this a few times, actually. The most notable one, we were double overtime against the Garnett Timberwolves. And... Oh, that way. Yeah, he hit... Uh, somebody hit a three and we had seconds to spare like three like three seconds to spare and curry hit a three but they waved it off uh, I've, I've seen at least two okay yeah no, oh I'm a, I'm a yes on this one um i i i saw the uh game with, i think it was wayne ellington hit one on us two years ago so oh I'm a yes on this. you're on you were at that game oof uh, no, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a no on this one because i've only gotten i've only watched this get creamed but i've never Witness the game winner by the So I'm I'm only <laughs> I'm gonna say no on this one. So the next the next one, uh, I think we might be able to all say yes to. Have you seen a bird fly around the stadium? The Scotiabank Arena, the former ACC Rogers or not Rogers, the um, the Skydome? Any of them? That's have so you seen random. a bird flying around? So random. I'm a yes. I have. I don't remember. I want to say it's a yes too, because I'm going. Like, I'm looking ahead too, and it's like sat at the highest section, and I've definitely sat at the highest section, and I think I saw a bird once. <laughs> so, I, I, but that's actually, but that would be in the stadium. Yeah. Oh, you, stadium. oh, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. I thought you meant you know sitting on the rooftop. Um, you know what? I'm gonna say I, I saw one. I, I have a vague memory of watching something fly. It could have been a bat for all I know, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure a, I saw a something. A flying object counts. Yeah. So at yeah, any UFO. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm gonna say yes. Okay. So uh, we've all seen we've all seen birds. Jay, I think you said yes too, or? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a yes too. Okay. Okay. We're all yes on that one. Caught a T-shirt. I'm a no. I've never caught one of those things. I'm Either a no you guys? too. Uh, I did. Nice. Oh, for the first time. Yeah, for the first time, at, it was also at the season opener this year. Come and, on. Uh, really? Yeah. The, so you got to the, see the ring ceremony. You got to see the uh, banner grow up, and you got to catch a shirt. I, I add a bird. But, <laughs> <laughs> Yahtzee. No. Uh, yeah. I. Did. I uh, it was so weird because, like, I was I, as you guys remember, I went there by myself. The guy next to me was also sitting there by himself. 
but his hands were full because I think he was eating, he was drinking, he was holding his ring, and the the shirt was actually being thrown right at him, and he couldn't get it. So I put my hand in front of his face and caught it. And there you go. Nice t-shirt. Nice. Good yeah. for you. You swiped it. There you go. It's kind of cool to be on like the other end of it because, like you know, as you know, Jason Dre, like I used to be the one throwing that's, those shirts. That's so. true. Yeah. No, I hear you. Oh. Yeah. It's finally All come right. full circle. Now. <laughs> yeah. Um, as for distancing things out, Jason, we already know you're a yes. Yes. Sat 100%. in the highest section. I haven't. I haven't had that luxury. Um, Jay, have See, you? See, because the highest section is, there's there's two different things. Like, have you sat in the highest section where it's literally like the gondola, like all the way in the front where it's almost like free? And like, I've seen the tickets that are $10. I've sat there. I've also sat slash stood at the only standing area around the 300 level. So I've been wow. way up high. Yeah, I haven't had any of those. I'm That's gonna... crazy. I'm cheating on this one uh, because I got to sit in the gondola. So I guess that's higher than the highest section because it physically is. Yeah. So I'm a yes on this one. That works. Nice. Now, I hope you guys know what this is, listeners and and co-hosts. Have you eaten, sold at the Air Canada Center, the former Air Canada Center, a classic junkyard dog hot dog? I, I have to have had that. There's it, no way. It had like corn on it and like all these sauces. It was like a freaking crazy hot dog. It had all sorts of stuff on it. Yeah, I, 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 I remember that. I'm pretty sure I had one. I'm pretty sure I had multiple of those. I for sure had one of those. I, and I remember. <laughs> I'm going to say no for myself. Oh, so. you could have had a row. Yeah, but I know see, I almost had a row. Jay, Jay is a dad. He needs to like keep up his dad bod going. He wouldn't. No, but this was no, like, if like keeping, 2000. This is perfect. This is perfect dad bod diet. <laughs> I guess so. But uh, I don't. You know what? Uh, you know what was was being sold a lot at the time when when we were working there, Jason was the um, there was that uh, what was the name of that hot dog place? Berkey's. I think it was after oh, Brian yeah, yeah, Burke. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the Berkey's. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Berkey's and he had like he one of the things I loved buying from there. Uh, with the food vouchers we were given was their like foot long hot dog, but it was not the junkyard mm. dog. So I think I'm going to actually have to say that I did not. Um, oh. I'm a no on this one. Mm. Well, I feel like we're all going to be a no on this next one. Met the super fan. Now of body. I've never met. met no. I've always wanted to meet and I hope I get to meet super fan. Now I will say no to this one though. Uh, I'm, uh, short answer is no. Um, I, on a couple of occasions, I was supposed to have met him uh, through CBC, and it, it never quite happened. So, oh. uh, yeah, I have not. Come on our podcast, Nav. Come right. on our podcast. It um, is time. Another no, especially for me, Sack Corside. I no, have not. <laughs> you know, Jason. Yeah. We did sit courtside while we were watching them practice. We Does did. Does this count? Okay. I'm going to say no. Because that would be majorly cheating, <laughs> and two, because we didn't, <laughs> that is we, the ultimate in cheating. Yes. Yeah, this is the ultimate. Well, and also, I, we didn't really sit courtside because we didn't really watch the game. Because if anything, you guys like there were like halftime shows where we had to like sit on the court itself. <laughs> you know, so I don't think that counts. But I mean, I, I'd, I'd say on court. Yes. <laughs> if that uh, counted, uh, I was one of those kids back in the Carter days when they used to come out of the tunnel and like like high five the kids i did that oh, so nice. technically i could totally oh, say cool. yeah <laughs> so yeah i did but uh no uh i sat second row does that count 
Like I actually like watched the game second row from the courtside courtside. Is that courtside? If you're about to get a row at the end of it and that's the only spot remaining, give yourself it. That's pretty cool. Because I, man, I even, I met, uh, well, I shook hands with Manu Ginobili. We were playing the Spurs and Manu was in front of me sitting down in front. And I was like, yo, Manu, what's up? And he was like, hey, how's it going? I shook his hand. It was great. Okay. But it wasn't courtside. Courtside? That's a yes. 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 If you're close enough that you're shaking hands with Manu, yes. You're courtside. And it's it's, it's Manu Ginobili. And it's Manu. Yeah, exactly. That should be a, a space on itself. (laughs) <laughs> Speaking of spaces, uh, we already covered free space, uh, the parade, or if that doesn't apply to you at home, um, it's just a free space. But for us, we all went to the parade. We've discussed that in great detail, so we're just going to move on. Um, saw a player foul out in regulation, Raptor or not a Raptor. So this has to be the sixth personal foul. So this cannot yeah. be a technical-related one because we have that later. And if so, what was the first, if multiple times, what was the Ooh. first person you saw? Whoa. Hmm. I've, I've seen I've, many. I've, I've seen many. I don't yeah. remember the first. Yeah, I, I remember my first one. one. Dennis Rodman as a Maverick. Oh, damn. And <laughs> he fouled out, and they, they played um, uh, Hit the Road Jack. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you yeah, remember yeah, Hit the Road Jack, then you, were, then you remember a player fouling out. So I'm going to say yes to this, too. Except you don't know like what the exact I don't know who was, it was. Right? I yeah. just remember hearing that multiple times. I just didn't even know that was possible. I was like nine, and I was like, "What? Why is he leaving?" And my dad's like, "He fell down." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so that was news to me. I mean, I, I was awesome. too young; I didn't get it. <laughs> Jay, what about you? Uh, yes, I don't remember the fir- the the first time, but I've seen multiple, um, both as a fan as an employee. So yeah, unfortunately, I don't remember the first one I've seen. I'm sure we we've all seen it to some capacity. So that's a yes for all of us. This one is, well, t- technically kind of is a yes. Uh, Matter after player. Uh, well, okay. Excluding work for you guys. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I didn't think about that beforehand. Excluding work. Jason, what do you have? Uh, yes. I met Damar and Rudy Gay. I got Damar to sign my jersey. So I'm going to cool. say yes. Nice. Nice. Cool. Uh, Jay, what about you? Uh, I once bumped into Jimmy King at an HMV at Scarborough Town Center and asked for his autograph. So yeah, Damn. that is so Toronto. That is <laughs> at an HMV. I tried to get the most Ooh. Toronto answer possible. And for me, bonus points because he's part of the Fab Five. So I was nice. I almost that's passed great out. for you. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, My God. Well, excluding that whole experience with the, you know, the Vince Carter high fiving whatever. Um, Sweet. Oh, speaking of Fab Five, actually, um, met Jalen Rose at Pearson. There you go. Hey, Wait, what? Nice. Yeah. Pearson. Pearson yeah, and Airport? here's here's the funny story. He was just sitting there eating. I think we were waiting for my dad coming back on a business trip or something. And he looked at my siblings and I because we recognized him. And we're like, hey, can we take a picture if it's not a problem? He said, absolutely. Two days later, I go to a game against my favorite team ever, the Knicks. And that's the game where he got <laughs> traded. So two days before he got oh, traded, I got wow. Jalen Rose. Wow. Damn. It's crazy. I'm say that was your so. fault, man. <laughs> no, no, I hope not. Well, he did look a little bit upset. I think it was because of this. He might have known ahead of time. But um, okay, yeah. so next one, and this could be a very good story for all, got featured on the Jumbotron. Excluding mm. work. <laughs> excluding work. Uh, Jay, have you ever been featured on the Jumbotron as a fan? No. 
Not oh. even as a... Not that I can remember. I'm not as a fan. That's too bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My name was on the Jumbotron. Does that count? For what? For a birthday? For a birthday, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. that counts. Yeah, yeah, that counts. Nice. Yeah, Christine got it for my birthday one time. And I was oh, like, what's nice. going on? And then, so all these cheerleaders started to come by. And then uh, we were still like really kind of newly dating. And I was like, I don't know if I should put my hands around these cheerleaders because my girlfriend. I don't know. It was. Oh, it can was you imagine if you, if you guys were on the kiss cam? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. See, that should have been one of the spaces. Have you been on the kiss cam before? I'm not saying that I've oh, been gosh. on it, but that'd be kind of funny. <laughs> no, but he went. He went the right route. He said featured on the jumbotron, which could have been kiss cam, which could exactly. have been the dance cam, anything. Yep. Right, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. good. Good, good point. Good point. I don't know if you remember in the early two thousands when we were finally on the map. We had the McGrady Carter era. There was the Purple Fever era, and yeah, I got featured somehow for the Purple Fever era. So I was nice. on the jumbotron and I won some stuff like uh, like uh, merch. And, and other goodies. It was fantastic. I Very don't know nice. how I got on there, but it was pretty crazy. So, uh, there you go. Um, saw a spicy player ejection. So anybody, Raptor or not. Hmm. Like, I'm talking like DeMarcus Cousins swearing his way out of here. So no Aaron Gordon, clearly. Um, but like a guy just getting a spicy ejection. Anybody. I don't think so. I don't think I've ever seen anybody get kicked out before. Fouled out, yes. Kicked out? I'm not sure. I feel like you would remember that. I have, uh, but it wasn't Raptors, unfortunately. Oh, it doesn't have to be a Raptor. Oh, no, no, no. What I mean is uh, not NBA. <laughs> oh. I, was at, I was at the I was at the, the big three last summer, and there was this very spicy ejection of Ron Artest. <laughs> oh, sorry, Meta World Peace. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> I know, right? My answer is no to this. I believe it's no. So, yeah, we might as well listen to this. What happened? Yeah, seriously. No, it, it was the big three, and it was it was uh, Meta World Peace's uh, second game. It was a big deal when he joined the league because everyone's like, oh, he's definitely going to cause a stir. Um, and in his first game back, which wasn't in Toronto, he got ejected. Um, and in his second game back, which was in Toronto, he was uh, like the, the team was losing. His his coach was Charles Oakley, which makes it even better. Uh, Charles Oakley said, "Is you could from where we're sitting because everyone in the arena is sitting in the 100 level because it doesn't fill the whole stadium. It's a three on three thing, right?" So we're all close enough that we can actually hear Oakley yelling to him, "Hey, get off the effing floor!" <laughs> And Metal Peace wouldn't move. He would like, he's like, he kept trying to play, and and everyone on the court was confused because they're trying to sub him off. And I think it was, oh, I forgot who the replacement was. I want to say it was someone like Katino Mobley or something walked over to replace him, and World Peace kept brushing him off like, no, I'm staying in the game. No, no. (laughs) I'm a big three. (laughs) And this is the thing is, actually, now I think about it, this is not an injection, right? This is really just someone who's trying to. Actually, no, uh, further later on in that game, he actually did end up getting ejected. But <laughs> I, I'm not going to count this on my square. I think uh, it doesn't count since it's not Raptors related. But oh, that's one hell of a, a story, story, though. That's a pretty oh good. I, I, <laughs> I feel like that's, that's, that should be a, a it square. Is, it's very, it was very on brand for, for both of them, too, right? Even yeah, just hearing yeah. Oakley swearing well, and stuff. <laughs> that's why he, when he brought up Oakley, I just started laughing. And yeah. I'm like, oh, God. Because <laughs> you can hear, you can hear Oakley's voice, too. When you're thinking about well, it yeah. technically counts as a raptor of sorts. I mean, oh, right. so. <laughs> I'm really bending it here. Um, so, okay, so that's a no for all of us, but I'm glad yeah. we heard that story. And uh, Meta World Peace as a name change will forever be ironic. <laughs> Thanks for being clever. Um, Should have been Panda Next Love, one. Uh, picked up a program a bit easier. Picked up a program. I have when we used to get seasons tickets early 
in the 2000s. Um, yeah, they had programs all the time that were just on our seats. So, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever pick up any of those programs? or? I want to, I don't remember myself picking up a program. But, however, I have a 1995-96 program. Like, the the year i guess of it and that and i don't that's know yes i don't that's yeah yes. again i don't know if i i picked it up i'm pretty oh. sure my my dad picked it up for me maybe but that was from 95 and i still have it so i'm gonna say yes that's a yes Why all not? right cool yep that's a yes for me too i'm nope. not sure where i have it but i'm pretty sure i have, I have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly cool so it's that somewhere. makes us all raptors fans except that the next one may may make me feel like less of one because i'm gonna have to say no to this went to jurassic Ooh. park i've never Ooh. done jurassic park it was uh, fun. I know Jay, you went to Jurassic Park, especially like this year or this past. Uh, yeah, so uh, I mean, yes, the yeah, championships yeah. year. Um, but I want to say that it's gotten not worse, but it's been more regulated. Like it's more restrict now because I went to the uh, the Brooklyn series. I went to Jurassic Park when it kind of st- started it, and they they have like the Maple Leaf Square slash Jurassic Park, and then it was when yeah when we faced Brooklyn in like 2015 or something like that, and uh, it was crazy because. It, there wasn't any like borders like there was a little bit of Jurassic Park and then outside of it you can kind of stand where the hell you want and then they had to get like more and more security because they didn't realize how many people would like stand outside and like block entrances and block parking and stuff so like I'm sure now it's it's a lot more restricted and regulated but but when it when when it was crazy it was it was a lot of fun so I'm gonna say yes with Jurassic Park nice nice okay so I feel less of a fan <laughs> so because at least <laughs> yeah. two of us went um but this one I can say yes to. Uh, bought, bought merch at the store, not lids, not champs, like at the at the arena. So ACC, oh, Bank. okay, okay, okay. Um, yes, I, I, well, not me. My dad bought it for me because I was like, oh, can I get? A, I think it was a Bosch or a Carter. It was one of those two, and it was at that store with like the Maple Leaf stuff, with their stuff, with the Rock back in the day. I don't even know if they sell that stuff anymore in the same arena, but. They might. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I can say yes. And stuffed raptors, by the way. Um, stuffed animal raptors, for oh, sure. 100%. Yes, picked up some of those. Uh, what about you guys? Uh, I picked. I just most recently picked up a toque, uh, a raptor toque for Christine. And I also got myself one of those mini basketball nets that you, like, put in your bathroom so you can, like, throw hoops while you crap. I've been oh, nice. those. <laughs> for they sure. used to sell the Vancouver Grizzlies ones because my my twin got one as well. and like yeah, they used to sell Vancouver Grizzlies merch at the same nice. store, which was dope. Oh man, I could love. I would love a uh, Jay, what about Vancouver you? Grizzly one. Oh, I, I buy right? from the store at least once a year. Like it's a lot. Okay, yeah, you buy. Like, like I, I work downtown, so if there's a sale, I, I run into the store and I buy something. So I, nice. I buy there a lot actually. Nice. And you also got the rings too for your coworkers, right? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. okay. That's a yes. The next one, I unfortunately have to say no to, but I'm hoping either of you guys have a spicy story. Have you ever seen a fan or a guest being ejected? So a guest meaning like an opposing fan in like a different jersey. Anyway, somebody who's not a player or affiliate getting ejected from an arena. I have to unfortunately say no, because I think that would be hilarious. But what about you guys? <laughs> I have saw a fan get in trouble. Uh, but not, oh, you know what? Have I? Maybe. But because I'm so unclear, I'm going to say no, just because they might have come back. So I haven't seen, I don't remember someone getting ejected, no. What happened? Though? I'm really sure I have. I'm I'm 
I'm fairly positive I have. I'm just trying to think of the exact yeah, example same. of it. Yeah. Because the last time I saw it was like, recently. I, I want to say I'm about 95% sure. Sorry? I'm not, like I'm just saying the last time I saw it, he was he was getting thrown out and then he came back. So I'm going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> what did he do? I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. He was like a couple of rows lower than us. And I was like, why is he getting kicked out? And he just came back. So I, I'm going to say no. I'll just say no because he actually came back. Okay. What about you, Jay? What happened? I, I want I just I want to say yes only because like I've I've seen a, a fair share of like fights like oh multiple in, in the stands and I'm pretty sure that would have led to an ejection but I think because I can't remember the specifics um, I'm going to say no to this actually it it, it okay. maybe it'll come back to me later but I think okay. just to play it safe I'm gonna say no can I okay. can uh, I give you a short story yes. So, and I don't know if this is an ejection or qualified as an ejection, but uh, when we faced the Orlando Magic uh, in the playoffs, I forgot what year it was, but when we went back to the playoffs and it was like a sea of red and everything, uh, my my sister, her boyfriend, and one of my really good friends, we all painted our faces red for this game. However, when we got there, we, we got in, we got, we are tickets, we got in, it was like in the 300 levels, I don't know where, like row 23 or something. But as soon as the Canadian anthem went on, some other people came to our seats and said, I think you're in our seats. We looked at each other, or we looked at each other's tickets, and it was the exact same seats, but ours was for game five. If oh it, my if, gosh. If we came back and we, there was a, had to be a game five. So we had to leave. And we had our, all of our face paint, all of our red clothing, and we were walking the other direction from the arena into like a jackass or something. So, does that count as an ejection? <laughs> Only if oh, one of your my. friends is named uh, David Putty. No. <laughs> Which only Jay would get. Uh, uh, he is a Seinfeld character, though. That, that oh, okay. That, that went way over my head. So, no. <laughs> we're the devils. Anyways. Wait, does uh, that mean that you got in with the wrong tickets? Yeah, we got, got in into with, the arena. We got wow. into the arena. We were sitting down in our seats. Oh, my. That's we really had to bad leave. protocol. How did you <laughs> say like, I don't know. <laughs> like they, scan, they scanned the tickets and it said, okay, you can go. I don't. I have no idea. goofed. Yeah, somebody yeah. goofed. So we had um, to like walk with our heads and, and tails between our legs, man. Speaking that of security, yeah. Speaking of security, uh, I say this because last time I, I brought one of these um, security confiscated it because I guess you're not allowed to do this anymore, or not when I was going. Um, brought a sign into the arena, and if so, what did it say? Just out of curiosity, mine said, um, "I'm a fun guy." F U N G I. So it was uh, the one-up mushroom from Super Mario with <laughs> yeah, the Flyer jersey. <laughs> so. Uh, I got confiscated though, unfortunately, oh, and I think I made a Vince Carter one back in the day. I never got featured or anything on the Jumbotron. I don't even remember what it said. It was like a really bad drawing of him. Uh, any of you guys make signs? I have not. I did not bring a, a sign to a game before. Jay? Yeah, I have not. I brought, yeah, no. The, the only sign I remember bringing to, to the arena was when WrestleMania was in town, and that's not even oh. at Scotiabank Arena. Yeah. WrestleMania uh, 18? For the Raptors and, huh? WrestleMania 18? I believe so. I went to the same one, bro. I had a Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, sign. <laughs> I think I remember you mentioning it on the previous podcast. I did. So, yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, I was there too. Nice. We brought a sign to that. But no, yeah, in terms of this, not, no. Not too uh, a Raptor I think game, the though. only, the closest one I came to was uh, the Vince Carter one where we just altered his jersey, put a big X on it. And that's the closest <laughs> I came. So I'm a no on this one. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, fair enough. Um, 
Have you ever arrived early to play any of the video games that are set up or like do like the the basketball or hockey assimilations that you can do like uh like you know the the slap shot um mm -hmm. what's it called like where you could shoot on the net or uh have you done any of that fun stuff at ACC or Scotiabank Arena before the game? I certainly used to do that all the time with my dad. And we used to go super early, and I used to love playing the video game section, uh, playing NBA Live back then. Now I'm sure it's 2K. Um, tons of fun. What about you guys? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't normally go to events late anyways i always i always go to movies entertainment theater I, we will always go early just because like we don't want to miss anything right. so i'm i'm gonna say yes because i'm sure i played a video game i'm sure i played foosball i'm sure I, i'm sure i've done something yeah yeah i'll, I'll say i wrapped early before uh, i've been keeping track of all of our bingo cards and this if i say yes to this i would technically have bingo um but i'm actually gonna go with no on this uh, I know I have arrived early plenty of times, but I would not say the the reason was for video games and or other fun stuff. But did you really... actually do them? Uh, hmm. Because if you did, then you did. I'm gonna I'm gonna still stick with no only because that wasn't the intention of. Arriving. But it doesn't matter if you still did it. <laughs> you still were early enough to to enjoy all that fun stuff. Ah, all right. I won't. Uh... One of us has to get a bingo. Come on. Yeah, that's true. I, and I and you know what? I've already looked ahead, and I will, and it won't be here. Oh, okay. So if you want to say no to this, that's fine. Um, yeah. Okay. So the next one, and I can say yes to this for myself. I can't remember too many specific examples. Watched Raptors blow a team out. Absolutely. I remember. I don't remember specific games or eras, but I remember specifically the the Hornets back the the original charlotte hornets not the ones now they got creamed i remember the knicks got creamed which made me very happy um i can't remember any other specific ones i think the t-wolves might have been creamed one time that i went to go see them or the the raptors i mean and it made mm -hmm. me sad actually the mavericks what the game where rodman got ejected they got creamed i remember thinking the mavericks were terrible until a few nice. years later when nash and dirk came by and they became my favorite team but yeah, so I've seen a few. Uh, what about you guys? Uh, I think we're both yeses. No? Good. We, we both have to be yeses just based off of our employment there. We're the Raptors that bad when we were there. Uh, we, they, we were pretty, we were really bad, man. It's a part of years. Honestly, I, I, oh. I want to say that there has to be some sort of, uh, not agreement, but like rules, because like, does this mean like a 30 point blowout, or does this mean like, you know, uh, I can't. I can't remember. I honestly only more so remember the times that we were blown out more so than we blew out another team. So I'm gonna say no to this one because my next one I'm gonna say yes and I'm gonna have a bingo. So I'm gonna have no to this. Yeah, one. I already, I already looked ahead for you too. Like we're yeah, both yeah. getting a bingo on the last, on the last one. <laughs> oh, so I'm the only one not making, not getting a bingo, and that sucks because I made this thing purposefully. So <laughs> no, but you, you purposely made it so that almost like you wouldn't get bingo. So yeah. I think you mission accomplished there. Yeah, exactly. Um, actually, guys, I, I, I did catch a T-shirt. It just happened to be with uh, dollars to the cashier. So yes, I got a bingo for catching a T-shirt. So <laughs> the last bingo. square, and this is going to be interesting. I'm guessing if you both get this one, met an analyst, a Raptors analyst. I don't believe I have, so I'm going to say no. Um, yes, sir. But both of you have. 
I've met. Uh, I, I know Jason. Jason, you you met Devlin, right? No, I haven't met Devlin, but I ha- I've met Eric Smith before. And oh, that's it. Yeah, I met him at some. I think it was like a Team Canada thing. I also worked with him too, but I haven't really technically met him. But like, I met him at one of the Team Canada games, and I also met uh, Sherman Hamilton too. And I took a picture with him. Nice. Yeah, so I met a couple of rap analysts. And I say, Bingo, what's yeah. up? Uh, that's a bingo. <laughs> Diagonal. Diagonal. Uh, down. Glorious Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm also a bingo. Uh, I have met. Um, hey, just, just out of curiosity, would you guys consider uh, Tim McAuliffe a Raptors analyst or a former Raptors analyst? Was he ever a Raptors analyst? Uh... I mean, this is not the answer I'm going to go with. Like, he's not okay. the one I'm going to say this is what so I'm no. square, but I'm just yeah, curious. Yeah, I, I would say no, too, but I, he's definitely like a Toronto sports media uh, uh, personality, but I wouldn't say he's an right. analyst, Raptors analyst. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. anyways, I'll, still, I'll give myself the, the square on this again. Again, this is referencing back in December when I was in the media room, so I, I met a whole bunch of... Uh, oh, Nice different guys in there so uh yeah oh yeah i met dougie smith too i've met doug smith too he's cool yeah yeah nice um and yeah so that's same here bingo on the final square awesome there you go and that was fun dre well thank you hopefully uh, any of you listeners have had um have had bingo and uh if not there's all the years after this coronavirus panic to to get that going to to hopefully get get chance to go to more games um if not we'll set up more bingo related things and i've already got a a goofy idea for next week so which the guys don't even know yet but uh stay tuned for that but i think that wraps everything up with uh, two out of three bingos so there you go (laughs) the one person who invents this bingo does not get a bingo but and also also (laughs) jay jay and i definitely have cheated on this one there's there's no questions asked we cheat on this one absolutely yeah yeah but yeah again thanks dre thank you so much for for making this bingo thing up i you know we're gonna rely on you all the time to make up some weird and wacky raptor related things so we could talk about but until we go i want to talk about your upcoming dre i want to talk about your upcoming interview with the pink ranger herself tell us about that man for films for tell oh yeah because by the time this is up uh the interview will be up yeah um Phillips Fatale, still going, still busting tail, trying to put it together. Um, yeah, I got an opportunity to interview Amy Jo Johnson, a Toronto native, um, indie filmmaker now. This is her second feature film, Tammy's Always Dying, which premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival. It's now out, I believe once this is up, it's now out on video on demand of all devices, Rogers, Bell, etc. So yeah, very nice person. Um, very talkative and uh you know very interesting stories so very engaging so i hope you guys check it out um check out her film as well and yeah another uh prominent toronto voice in the indie scene which is fantastic so yeah it was a great privilege and i don't really know how i pulled this one off like (laughs) most of the things that i do i couldn't tell you (laughs) i still don't know how you write so much man honestly bro but yeah (laughs) Jay, what about you? Brother? Where can we find you? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, and I fully vouch for for everything that that Dre said. Amazing work, and, and uh, I look forward to reading the the, the interview on on Films Fatale. Uh, as oh, for me, you. you can find me on on Twitter 
at Rosalosaurus. Um, this podcast, which you are listening to right now, and any of my writings, uh, you'll find on Raptors HQ. And uh, yeah, that's me. Dope. And you can find all of us at Raptors, or sorry, you can find all of us at That's a Rap Pod on Twitter and our Instagram page at That's a Rap Podcast. You can email us at That's a Rap Podcast at gmail.com. And if you're looking for our Raptors uh, podcast, the one that you're listening to right now, just search up Raptors HQ on all your podcasts. But until next time, everybody, that's a wrap.